Hey guys, you're listening to the Turning Point Podcast, where we talk about life lessons and how turning points can shape our journey. So grab your coffee because we're kicking off episode one. This is episode one, my turning point. I'm really excited to be doing this podcast. It's something that I've been meaning to do for a few years and I have multiple excuses like a lot of us when we're trying to kick off a project. I didn't do the research that I needed to do. I didn't do the pre-planning. I felt like I had no time to do it. I couldn't fully commit to it. And I think the biggest one of them all, the one that I just kept like going through my head, um, was finding a topic that people could relate to. Finding something to talk about that could inspire people, that people could feel, uh, hey, I've been there, or I haven't been there, but this is really interesting. And for me, the Turning Point podcast is really what kind of made it seem like this was perfect. I've, I've personally had a lot of turning points in my life. And what I mean by turning points is just a moment in time in your life where you were probably presented with a few options and you really didn't know what to do. Or you, it was just a life-changing uh, decision that you had to make. And we have several throughout our life and we don't even realize it, right? We have what college to go to if we want to go to college, what, what job offer to take when you're interviewing, uh, who to date when you start dating a couple of people, who's more interesting, who do you click more, who do you really want to have a relationship with. We have several turning points and several decisions that are important that we make throughout our life. So I really thought that this was something that would inspire people and the people we relate to. So that's why I decided to go with this uh, topic, with this kind of podcast. I personally have an interesting, or what I think is an interesting turning point story throughout uh, my life. And I feel that I I hit rock bottom. Around 2007, I hit rock bottom, and I really didn't know why or how did I get to this point. I felt like I was happy that I had kind of a journey in my life that I have kind of like kind of a path that I had kind of laid out for myself but at the time it seemed like everything was going great until that one day but to kick up the story right I need to really start from the beginning so like I said the year was 2007 and I was going to school full-time and working part-time I was studying music that was my major and um and I was working at a record store which now you probably can't even find one. Um, but back then, they still they still pretty much existed. Um, I loved it. I loved going, I, I loved waking up in the morning and going to school and listening to the bands as I came in to go to a class or go to my one-on-one class uh, with my instructor to play my instrument. Um, and I loved the stories from teachers and other um, schoolmates and... I really loved and I really thought that this was my passion. I loved music. I would listen to music all the time. I would write my own songs. I would play my guitar. I would have gigs with other friends. It was really something that I really liked. Although in the background, there were teachers that loved what they did. They loved teaching music. They studied music and that was their idea was to teach music. Um, others would 
talk about how they studied music and I guess they had other expectations and other dreams that never really came true. Um, they seemed a little miserable. They, they don't get me wrong. They did like teaching music, but I don't think that that's what they were thinking that we're going to do with their life. Uh, that was definitely not their dream to become a music teacher for some of them. Even though I would hear those stories, I continued to study music because I really liked it. Um, some time goes by and one weekend I'm on my way to meet a friend for lunch. He's already there and there is another friend. He brought another friend with him. I start talking to his friend and he's telling me what he's going to school for and that he wants to become a software engineer, that he really loved it, that he loved creating something out of nothing and kind of putting his head down to solve an engineering issue. It all sounded great to me at the time, but I didn't give it much. I didn't really pay much attention to what he had said. I understood it and I got it, but I didn't really think about it much. At the time, to my friends, everything seemed like it was going great. I was working, I was studying, we would go out, we would hang out. Everything seemed like it was just as it should be, as it was planned, right? But my relationship at the time was, was not going well. I was really struggling to kind of find happiness. And I was really struggling to kind of find my place in the world. Then, one day, shortly after this, um, I really hit uh, rock bottom. I was, I was drinking. I had lost my, my way. And a cop stopped me, which we all know is not really a good sign. So... Um, that's how I really knew that I needed to change my ways or at least identified what was bothering me in order to change those ways. Fast forwarding it a bit from that, um, I had a friend that was visiting from New York. She had gone to school there and she was home visiting and she was like, do you want to go get something to eat and watch the social network? And at the time I knew what the movie was about to a certain point but I didn't really know the details. I hadn't watched a trailer. I had no idea. Uh, for those of you that don't know, which I'm sure that most of you do, the social network is basically the story of how Facebook kind of came about and every, and every struggle that Mark Zuckerberg went through to actually make it into the company that it is now. We go to the movie and as I'm watching the movie, I'm not really thinking about you know, the life that he was living in San Francisco with all the money and, you know, working at his own company and kind of building everything. I was really impressed with the amount of time and dedication and effort and passion that they tried to portray in this character, which I'd imagine he had at that point. He, he had to, to build Facebook the way that he did. And I was really impressed with that uh, fact. So, after the movie, I, of course, bought the book and got, got more like in deep in the story and understood that it could have been motivation towards having your own business because you want to have money. You don't want to really have to have a boss that is not you or or whatever it is. Although, you know, with investors, you still have to kind of, you know, um, not report to someone, but they're kind of like you have to tell them what you're doing with their money, basically. And with that, I was really impressed at, at everything and the whole story, at everything that he had done and, and the startup community, just being part of a company that's building something out of, out of nothing. 
And that really blew me away. So I could, I continue learning a little bit more about startups and tech. And I start contemplating whether or not I want to change from music to tech and start doing some research as time goes by to find an internship in Silicon Valley. I knew that I had to go. I knew that I had to leave the island and go somewhere where I could find the opportunity that I really wanted. Building something out of nothing, being part of a community, feeling passionate about it, all those things. I kind of had a list in my head that eventually I wrote down of things that I really wanted to do that I couldn't do in the island, or at least I didn't have the opportunity or see the opportunity to do it in Puerto Rico. So I really wanted to go to San Francisco in order to do that. In finding internships, I find this program that places you in different startups. And so I go to the, the entire application process and fill out everything and do a couple of calls and even talk to the CEO of that startup. Uh, eventually, the startup that I originally was going to go to didn't have the time to have an intern. So they placed me in this other startup, which I didn't even get to talk to the CEO. I had no idea. I just literally went. And so I start packing things to go. It was going to be two months that I was going to be there. I sold most of my belongings because I really knew this is what I want to do. This is where I need to be. So when I come back, it will most likely be to pack whatever I have left and go back. So I sold most of it and just kept some bedroom stuff and, and kept my apartment. I had a dog, so my friend moved in to take care of the apartment and the dog for the time being. And I go. And in the flight, I'm freaking out. It looks like I'm doing great. I hate flying, so I'm freaking out because I'm flying. I'm freaking out because I don't know what I'm going to do when I get to San Francisco. I didn't. I knew that we were going to have an apartment in the mission, but I had no idea where it was. I had never, I had never left the island besides to visit a couple of other islands and probably Florida. And that was about it. So I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And so we, we land in San Francisco. I get a cab. I finally figure out where I need to go, go to the apartment. Uh, they had some internship managers there that was just helping people getting um, to their right apartment and getting settled and whatnot. The next day, I have to start at the, at the job. I have to go to the internship. So I need to figure out how to get there. And it was literally a very small office, very, very young startup. They were three, three guys trying to build this. And they literally had like one love seat couch, a couple of tables with some chairs that they probably found somewhere so that they could have us there because it was me and like other maybe three more interns. And they had like nothing else. They have like a little coffee machine and... And that was it. It wasn't really anything crazy. Like even even to like drink water, they would just drink it out of the faucet. Like it was like there was it was nothing fancy or crazy or nice. It was really raw. And I liked it. I really wanted to start from the ground up. So I didn't mind that. I, I really took it in and I loved it. Uh, two months go by. I had a blast with people that I met there and I had a blast in the in the internship. I felt like I really learned a lot. And as I'm going back home, I'm flying and I'm thinking, I I don't know how I knew this, but I knew that I couldn't go back to the island and just stay there. That was just that was not an option for me. So I started thinking, what kind of jobs can I apply for? What kind of 
tech skills can I do I really have which is like this one internship and whatever I taught myself in the meantime as I go back home I start looking for jobs and I probably apply to I don't even know like 50 jobs no lie and I got no's from all of them so in looking for a job I find that they're looking for a tech recruiter in San Francisco near the financial district and I thought to myself well it'll basically give me the opportunity to move there and I will probably be able to find a job for myself. Like I'll be my own tech recruiter. And so I apply and they want me to go in for an interview. You know, this is a tech recruiter job. They're not going to pay for me to go from the island to San Francisco for an interview. So I did the only thing I can think of. And I told them that I wasn't in San Francisco at the time that I was going to be there in a couple of days. Cause I had, I had, um, I flew to like a vacation or something, I think I told them. So I wasn't in San Francisco. And they said, okay. So they I had like a three or four day buffer to figure out how I was going to get back to San Francisco. I wasn't really making a ton of money. I had just come back from the internship. So I didn't really have a job. And at the time, at the time I had a friend that was working for an airline and was able to give me a buddy pass to fly to San Francisco. So I took advantage of it and started to plan to go to a couple of meetups just in case this one job didn't work out. But it ended up being that they really liked me and they hired me. So I'm flying back home and I need to figure out, I need to get rid of my apartment, get rid of whatever else I have left and see what I'm going to bring with me because I don't have the budget to pay for movers to bring whatever I have and it's not even really worth it. So I sell absolutely everything and buy a set of three suitcases and pack whatever I can fit there, clothes, jackets, whatever, uh, my Xbox and my laptop. And that was everything I brought with me. And I left and I moved and it was extremely hard because it was everything I ever knew was in that island. But I knew that I had to take this chance. So I moved to San Francisco. I started living in this uh, hotel in Mission a uh, very cheap hotel that I was able to find. And I was lucky enough to find an apartment in Market Street, which is across from Mission, that was affordable enough for me to live in. So I, I applied for it, I got it. It was like, it was, it was a combination of me really being ambitious and working hard, but also a little bit of luck. Because it's, it's extremely hard to find a place in San Francisco, at least like that. So I find a place, I get all settled, and I start going to work and met some great people working there. Eventually, the day as a recruiter, you're kind of like, it's kind of like split day, right? You have in the morning, you're going to have to like reach out to like people to see if they're interested in the positions that you have. Usually in the after or usually in the morning, you actually reach out to the companies to see if they have any openings. And then in the afternoon, you kind of do some research to see if there's people available for for those roles that you have opened. So as I was doing research to find positions and find people that wanted those positions, I also was doing research for myself. One day, my manager at the time, uh, she was originally from New Jersey, said that her friend was visiting and if I didn't have anything to do, that I should go and have dinner with them. It ended up being that several people from the office ended up joining this dinner and I was just going to go home. It was like a Friday and it was a long week and I was still trying to like figure out how to live in San Francisco on my own and I had just a lot of things in my head and I just wanted to kind of be alone with my thoughts um but a couple of my friends kind of like pushed me to go 
So I ended up going to this restaurant, um, actually uh, Cha 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 in San Francisco. And in between my manager and a couple of co-workers is my manager's friend and her friend's friend that she brought with her from New Jersey. We start eating and drinking and hanging out. She's having a good time. And in that, the one of the girls from New Jersey, the my manager's friend friend, I know this story is very complicated to follow. Um, we start talking. We start getting along. We really hit it off. We... We kept uh, we kept having drinks with the karaoke. We went out and dancing, all of us. And eventually we really hit it off to the point that we exchange phone numbers. And I tell her maybe tomorrow we can do like a tour or something of San Francisco. And that's what I tried to do. The next day I text her, she, she was leaving. So we couldn't really do it. So I'm like, I'm never going to see this girl again. This is not going to happen. And... Uh, you know, I'll just continue doing what I was doing, which is trying to find myself a startup to be part of. Um, a week later, she texted me. She's like, how are you doing? And the conversation starts going and we slowly start building a friendship. Uh, back at work, I'm still trying to figure out a role that I can do. But mind you, I'm horrible. I like sales. I couldn't really get anyone to take one of the roles. Like I was great at talking to people. I'm bringing actual candidates into the office and talking to them. I was really horrible talking to the companies. Uh, they don't want to deal with recruiters. This is the last thing that they ever want to deal with. So I really didn't have a leg to stand on to kind of get them to open those positions for our company to take it. Um, so, of course, I get laid off. And... The last week, I want to say the last week or the last day or something, I had found this one startup company that it wasn't that big of a company, but I really liked their mission. I really liked what they were doing. They were essentially helping entrepreneurs. They were a startup to help basically entrepreneurs if you want to just simplify it. So I, I kept that information with me. So when I was laid off, I applied for that role. And a bunch of other ones that I didn't get. So going back and forth in between talking to this girl that I met at the restaurant and figuring out the job situation, we we start building a friendship. And it goes great. It was it was nice to have someone to talk to, someone to relate to. We had similar interests, similar passions. We really could connect in in so many ways. And it was going great. But obviously, you know, she... She was in New Jersey and I was in San Francisco, so I never really thought it was going to go anywhere, at least not at the time. Uh, meanwhile, with the job situation, I ended up applying for that one company that I found researching through the recruiting while I was being a recruiter and go through the entire interview process and they hire me. And at that time, I thought, this is amazing. This is exactly what I wanted, you know, working in a startup and building something amazing and just working with a community of people and, and working with people that are passionate, people that actually like going into work. Like, I don't really remember anyone dragging their feet in the morning to go to this office, at least not in the year that I, the year and a couple of months that I worked there. As that year and a couple of months go by, this relationship with this girl is really 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 starting to like grow we start flying back and forth monthly one time she'll fly one time I fly and it starts really growing to something significant to the point that again I had hit a turning point 
personally with my career decisions and my path and what I wanted to do and what I wanted to become as a person. But I didn't hit a turning point in my love life or at least in my relationship until now. And I really need to make a decision of whether or not am I going to stay in San Francisco and be part of the startup community and everything that I ever wanted or can I really go to New Jersey and maybe do the same thing but in New York so it it keeps going in my head for a while how am I going to do this do I stay here the startup that I was working for was was great they were doing great at the time I didn't feel that I was growing apart with the startup and I really needed to make a decision so Of course, I couldn't live with what if. So I start preparing myself to move to New Jersey and work in New York. Even though I guess we would talk about it. It was kind of a surprise when I did it. Because I guess a lot of people don't really do that. But at the time, I was living like a minimalist. And I didn't even know it. I had no idea what a minimalist was. I had no no intention of actually living like that but I had a handful of things I had a 500 square foot apartment with just what I needed a table a couch my bed and kitchen utensils some clothes I really didn't have that much so making the move was it wasn't really that hard right I it wasn't really a lot that I needed to pack or sell or figure out I didn't have family clearly there I had a I had a, a great group of friends but I could still be their friends whether or not I was in San Francisco. So I move, I pack, I do everything, and I start a new life living in New Jersey of all places, but close enough that I can work in New York. Of course, I needed to restart everything. So fast-forwarding a lot, um, I am able to find a a job in a startup that eventually led to multiple jobs just leaving or the startup closing so I would get laid off again and we would restart the whole thing and I start building my my own my own startup because I started to really appreciate the process and the idea of having something that I would manage and create on my own and and I had a blast doing it but eventually uh I, I really wanted to get back into working with other people and creating things with other people. So I go and take a coding boot camp and eventually start working where I'm working now and just having a good time. I really enjoy what I'm doing. I n- did realize along the way that I needed a balance in between the tech world and the creative world, which is going back to me studying music. I really enjoyed doing the tech work and and working with startups and working with people that were passionate about that but at the same time even though you're creating things I really needed to nurture that creative side of mind which is the music or the art part of me so that's where this podcast really came to life I've been meaning to do it for years and like I said at the beginning for one reason or the other I couldn't really get to it and with the relationship interesting enough we figured it out I moved here and eventually we moved in together it went great even though a lot of people had many doubts to the point that eventually we got engaged and then we got married and 
and now we've purchased a home in New Jersey. We have a beautiful dog and it's great. I I feel like all those turning points in my life led me to where I needed to be and I didn't really need to maybe freak out the way that I did. I really needed to work hard to get there and I think we all need to work hard to get to where we are. But at the same time, if you're working hard, if you're trying to make a path for yourself, just enjoy the journey. I didn't, I didn't know that until later. And I wish I would have known that before. So with that, I want to close with just a final thought. Um, and is that I realized after all this that we never make it. There is no it. There is no end. Is the journey that gives us the adrenaline and the work that we put into it that we actually enjoy. We continue to grow throughout the years and the new journeys and the new paths that we developed. And for me, that was all I ever needed to feel accomplished at the end of the day. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as I'm really excited to see how this comes about, comes about or turns out or, you know, you get what I'm saying. So for now, work hard, peace out, and see you guys next time.